News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Now, the Mental Health Commission Chief Executive has said that there needs to be a root and branch rebuild of Ireland's child and adolescent mental health services. This comes after an independent review of CAMS has said it is not currently able to provide assurance to all parents or guardians in all of Ireland that their children have access to a safe, effective and evidence-based service. And Damien McCallion, HSC Chief Operations Officer, is with us. Damien, how do you respond to this? Uh, It's damning. We recognise this is a difficult morning for particularly for parents and children that use our service and also for, for our staff. We accept the report and we're working to implement the report. We received an imprint report in January and we immediately commenced work around uh, some of the concerns that were raised. I might break those up into a number of, of yeah. areas. Firstly, there were immediate concerns that were raised and we addressed those. Uh, they were related to individual cases uh, around the country and those, those were addressed more fundamentally in terms of the broader thrust of the report is really about developing an overall plan for youth mental health services and CAMS is the key part of that. But we must remember the wider youth mental health services that I suppose can prevent people having to go to CAMS. And we stood up a national uh, youth and mental health office, appointed a clinical lead who started work in the summer uh, and also an executive lead who will start in September to drive and provide the leadership to bring about the changes that are needed. I would also say the Commission did highlight areas of good practice, developing areas of specialist services and the commitment of our staff to providing that service and our commitment now to them and to the parents and children that use the service is to ensure that we make the best possible service available and put in the level of resource uh, well, but also that, the that, support the, the, that are needed. The resource is hugely key because one of the things that came out when, when, when all the news broke about what was going on in CAMS in Kerry, for example, is the services being run around the country, not just in Kerry, it's unfortunate to single out any one area, by junior doctors that, that, that actually we're seeing things like mistreatment because kids put on inappropriate medication, kids left on, on inappropriate medication for, for long term sort of, uh, you know, no follow up, kids lost to follow up entirely in an inability to access the service. It could be 14, it could be 24 months for children. In one case, there was a child who, who had disclosed uh, sexual abuse, 14 months waiting on an appointment. Like... Setting up a kind of a structure of of review and a structure of even somebody with oversight is no use if the service is being delivered by junior doctors acting above their abilities. We have consultants in all teams, albeit in some cases they are part-time. But in the majority of cases, we've managed to fill the consultant posts. And again, in some cases, they are agency and locum, and we want to move to a permanent model. That's just maybe the first point. Just on the prescribing side, because it's really important to address this. This was a concern that came out of Maskey and Curry, mm-hmm. and as a result of that, the Commission report focused on that as part of their study. No further evidence was found in relation to overprescribing patterns. The review shows that antipsychotics aren't being used sort of all over the place as a, as a kind of a, a first-line treatment, because it seems incredible that they were being used anywhere in such a way. The issue that was raised initially was the need to review use of medication in terms of CAMS and also in terms of physical monitoring. And that involved when one of our own audits actually in, in an area had identified cases and then the commission came in behind that and said, look, we want an, a national review of all open cases to ensure those reviews have been undertaken. And that was, that piece of work was done. In terms of clinical practice and, and judgment and so on, that's obviously a clinical matter for each each clinician. But we do have, as I say, by and large now, we've made significant progress in ensuring that we have consultant psychiatrists in each of the teams. But we do still face challenges. We know that in the teams, on average, we have around 66% of the original model and vision for change. We do know that needs to be updated. That model is over 10 years old. And we've seen positive developments in terms of specialist teams being developed in areas like 
eating disorder, mental health, intellectual disability. And in September, we will launch a, a new model for crisis intervention in three of our areas. Okay, but what about timely access to an appointment? Uh, you know, I, I, as it happens, I have often used the CAM service. I used to refer people to it. 18 months was kind of the average to get a child seen. And, and, and that hasn't changed. And, and this is saying very clearly that when somebody is referred to CAMS, it can be months, if not years, before their first assessment appointment comes up. We have waiting lists, and I'm not going to say otherwise. We are working to address those. The last couple of years have run waiting list initiatives in the same way that we would in our acute hospitals to try and reduce that. One important point is urgent referrals. So we do prioritise clearly and urgent referrals. We have a commitment to address those within three working days, a 90% target. And we're achieving that in 98% of the cases. So where, like many of our healthcare services, the demand exceeds what the capacity we have, we do, it's really important to be prioritised. So those urgent referrals are dealt with in a timely manner. I know lots of GPs. I know what actually happens is, is GPs are referring people urgently in the hope that they might get them seen in some kind of a timely way because, you know, to refer people non-urgently it feels like a lost cause at times out there. Can I just ask you a last question? What is your message for parents and for indeed young people attending camps this morning? Because that line, that line about that you cannot assure parents or their guardians that their children have access to a safe service. That is leaping out at me as as just unacceptable and I'm sure very frightening for people involved with the service today. First thing I'd say is we're absolutely committed to continue to develop the service, to put more resource into the service, to look at alternative models, to try and ensure we give people the best possible service, both in quality and in terms of access. Secondly, it is really important to say that like no healthcare service is completely risk-free, but we are committed to ensuring in CAMS and through our own audits process and working with the Commission that CAMS is delivered to the highest possible level of safe and effective care. And finally, I think it's important for any parent and child, as you said, who may be worried this morning, it's really important to continue to engage in the service, people who might be referred by their healthcare professional, GP or otherwise, to CAMS, they continue to work with the service. And if they have concerns, to talk to their team. And that was Damien McCallion, HSE Chief Operations Officer. Thank you for talking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.